Hello, and welcome to Living Word Ministries, where everyone is a winner. Join us as we rightly divide the word of truth. Praise the Lord. We're talking about faith that works. Which means that there are some faith that don't work. Amen? So, what, we, what did we, what were we talking about last week? Faith that works. What was the emphasis? The emphasis was on what? Romans chapter 4. Hello? Are you here? We, to, we, we read Romans chapter 4, where Abraham... You remember? Let's do a bit of a recap. Romans 4. It says, verse 3, it says, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham believed God. We talk about Abraham believing God. We read Genesis, what Abraham actually believed. God made a promise to Abraham, and Abraham believed what God has said. So we said the first um, component about faith is the word. Faith must have a foundation. If your faith do not have a foundation, you don't have faith. That's why we're putting em emphasis on faith that works. So Abraham had a word, or Abraham heard from God. Abraham had a word from God, and he believed the word. You can't have faith if you have not heard from God. We're not talking about audible voice. We're talking about the word of God. The word of God is what God is saying to you and I today. For you to believe God, you must have a word from the Bible that you are believing. That's the foundation of your faith. Many people go about, yeah, I believe. Uh, yeah, he said, yeah, I believe God. And don't even know the God that they said they believe. You can't say you believe God if you don't know the God that you be, you be believing in. You must know, how do you know him? You must know him through his word. Amen. So, you know, the first thing that you need to walk by faith, to walk in faith, to walk with God, as you must first hear from God. And that is why it is important for you to be in the word. Because be, if you are in the word, that is where God is going to speak to you. It's in the word, as you read in the word, then the Holy Spirit will speak to you with the word. Amen. So, you need to have a word. You need to have a word that you are believing. Then, you are in faith. But it doesn't stop there. Praise the Lord. Aren't you glad that it doesn't stop there? So let's look at Mark 11. Mark 11. You can't teach faith without reading Mark 11. Verse 22. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be with you in a minute. Verse 22, it says, you know, have faith in God. Have faith in God. With what we've just read in Romans, have faith in God, 
is the same as what Abraham believed God. Isn't it? It's the same thing. Praise the Lord. Um, okay, thank you. So, you know, have faith in God. Um, for assuredly, I say to you, whoever shall say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things which he say, which he say will be done, he will have whatsoever he saith. Therefore, I say to you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you've received and you shall have them. It is very, very, very simple. Have faith in God. For I say to you, assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask, in whatever, you, whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you receive. Have faith in God. Whatever thing you ask when you pray, believe that you received. Abraham believed God. Whatever thing you ask in prayer, believe that you've received. Notice, when you pray, believe. When you pray, believe. So, can I have my, the oranges, please? When you pray, believe that you've received. So, we have the, uh, the orange, which represents faith. And this orange is divided into segments, four parts. And the first one is hearing. Whatever thing you, uh, whatever you pray, believe that you've received. Hearing from God is what, what do you hear? You hear the word of God. Abraham believed God. Are you with me? Abraham believed God. But I want you to please, I want to try and take my time and I want you to really, really, really listen and observe carefully. Abraham, what did Abraham do? He believed. He heard from God. Are you with me? Abraham believed. Before he can believe, he heard from God. It is very, very, very important. You know, people have gone into business and lost a lot of money because they jumped up in faith. They didn't hear from God. They jumped up. Listen, you can be running around Unless God, unless God tells you to. The promises of God is for everyone. But everyone's time is different. Everyone's position is different. Everyone's location is different. And you see, what... Man, it's, it's getting hot in here. Praise the Lord. What... What you, you see, what we need to understand is in our lives, maybe you are 22, right? Maybe you are the age of 22. And you, you know, you heard somebody that at the 20 set up a business and the business is booming. You're 22 and you think, my God, I could do that. I, I, I just, you know, 
I've heard about it. I just pray and believe God and I can do the same. No, you can't do the same. That person who's 20 who started and is working for him is different from you. So you can't generalize faith. Yours is different. You are different. But the principle and the mechanism of faith is the same. But in working it out in individuals, you can't hear what somebody is doing and, go and, and say, I'm going to do the same thing by faith. You'll be disappointed. You have to hear from God. You have to hear from God. So, whatever thing you, when you pray, believe. When you pray, believe. Now, this, so we, we can have here, here. And then, here, that is what you actually believe. Yeah? So, the hearing is what you actually believe. And then, you have to, you know about meditating. Meditate on the word of God. The reason why some of us see it and nothing happens. Because it says, if you shall say to this mountain, if you shall say to this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, you shall have whatsoever you say it. So then, for you to say this word, you have to meditate on the word. So you hear the word, you pray it. I mean, for you, to, for you to pray, to get to a place where you can pray it, you need to meditate on the word of God. Um, let's, let's read the accounts. Go back to um, Romans 4. Romans 4. Sometimes it's better to read. Romans 4. Um, where did I? Start from, start from verse 1. Romans 4 from verse 1. What then shall we say that Abraham our father has found according to the flesh? For it, Abraham was justified by works. He has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. Just as David also described the blessedness of the man whom God imputes righteousness apart from works. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man mm. whom the Lord <coughs> shall not impute sin. Okay, read verse 20 and 21. Romans 4, verse 20 and 21. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully convinced that he had promised he was that what he had promised, he was able to perform. Amen. Amen. Now, Abraham heard from God 
and he believed and it was accredited to him, accounted to him for righteousness. And the Bible is saying that Abraham did not waver at the promise. So you see, there is a process that Abraham had to go through. When Abraham believed, it was accounted to him for righteousness. He, he was then he then had a right standing with God. He became a, a part of God's family. Are you with me? But the promise had not yet been fulfilled. So Abraham is living his life, believing that God has spoken to him and God will do what he has said he will do, but it's not done yet. He hasn't seen it in the physical yet. Are you with me? How many of us pray and the following week we don't see results and we are doing something else? We are disappointed. We wonder, is God really with me? Is it all these faith and is it really true? Because I was believing and I haven't seen. Listen, Abraham believed but had not yet seen. And it says that, can you read the 20 and 21 again? Please, real quick. 2021. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. He did not waver at the promise through unbelief, but were fully persuaded. Were fully persuaded. Listen. Listen. I, I, want, you, I want you to catch that. Abraham was fully persuaded, which means that in that pro yes, it is true that in that process, there, got a there was a time that he was not fully persuaded because he took, um, 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 help me, Hagar to produce Ishmael. Are you with me? But it got to a place where Abraham was fully persuaded. This, our scripture for this series is what? Hebrews what? 6, 12. Through faith and through faith and through faith and patience they inherit the promise. Through faith and patience they inherit the promise. Abraham our father of faith inherit the promise that God uh, gave him through faith and patience. So when we hear from God, when we hear a word from God, we need to learn the school of patience. Amen? Amen. Now, when you are in the school of patience, that is when you meditate on the word of God. You see, God took Abraham to, through a school until Abraham got to a place that he was fully persuaded. In your, in your situation, when you hear from God and it's not forthcoming, don't think that the devil is deceiving you. No. You've heard from God. Hold on to the word. Be conf uh, confess the word. Be confessing the word. Be meditating on the word. Be saying the word. Be saying the word. Be saying the word. Be saying the word. You fill your heart with the word. Amen. Fill your, you see, you see, 
Abraham did not look at his circumstance. That's what he says there. He said he did not look at uh, um, the, 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 um, the, how old Sarah is. He did not look at he himself, how old he is. It does matter. Yes, it does matter. The circumstance in the natural is telling Abraham that that can't be possible. I mean, you know, when you had this promise, you were only 75 years old. Now you're 100. How is that? He should have done it when you were 75. He didn't do it. Now that you're 100, no. God will do it in a way that you will not take the glory. God will bring, hey, listen, if he's going to make you rich, he will bring you to a place of emptiness. So that you will not think it's your own wisdom. So Abraham had to wait until every physical part of him is gone. Before then God can show up. So that when you have that child, you will by all means know that it wasn't your strength. But in the natural, it seems impossible does not mean it is impossible. With God, all things are possible. So, you see, when you hear from God... Be confessing it. Be saying it. What you have heard, be saying it to yourself. Meditating on it. There is no situation that should change what God has said to you. There is no situation on this earth that should change what God has said to you. What God has said to you, if you, will be, uh, if you will be patient through faith and patient, they inherit the promise. If you will be patient, you will eat the good of the land. If you will be patient, you will, uh, uh, what God has said will surely come to pass. Amen. So, be confessing what God has said. Romans 4, verse 20, it says, they did not waver. Romans 10, verse 17, faith comes by hearing. This is all here. Yeah? Can you, can you make note of this? Faith comes by hearing. Romans, you know, hearing. Ro no, don't write it all. Let's take two. Just hearing. Um, that's Romans 10, 17. Yep. Um, so, I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to break it down as much as I can. Faith begins with hearing from God. And when you hear from God, you begin to confess it. You begin to believe it. You begin to say it to yourself. Faith comes by hearing. As you're saying it to yourself, you're hearing it. It's getting into your spirit. You're building your faith up. Amen? So, when it comes to wavering, if you are confessing it, if you are hearing it, it's going to build your faith in such a way that you no longer waver. Amen? See, when you are wavering, you are not... Listen, there are times you look at a situation and in the natural, you think, mm -mm, that can't be. And then, 
you rise up in your spirit and say, I know that God has said this. Are you with me? I know God has said it. I will, it will be done. I'm going to stand. So the wavering is override by your confession. By your hearing. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. And when he says that, yes, it's true that you go somewhere and you hear somebody preach. But also it's very, very important that you hear in yourself. You are hearing yourself. You are confessing the word. I believed that I'm healed. Listen, people can preach all the messages to you. If you're not confessing it, it doesn't get in your spirit. Praise the Lord. So you're hearing... You are saying it, you are saying the word, and then you begin to speak the word. Praise the Lord. See, when you pray, believe that you've received. Before you pray, you must be fully persuaded. Are you with me? Before you pray, you must be fully persuaded. Brahagan says, you know, he will have a situation, in a, a family situation. They would call him and tell him about it. And then he will go back. I mean, this man is... The faith man, but he will pick up the scriptures that apply to that situation. And he will meditate on it, begin to say it, begin to say it, confess it, begin to say it. And he will be maybe three days, he's confessing that word. And then all of a sudden, the word will begin to bubble out of his heart. And he will speak the word that that's it, it's done. Praise the Lord. And it is that area of being, uh, uh, being patient is, when, is what we lack. We can't be patient to build our faith up. It's pray. Now, uh, let me receive now. No. You need to build your faith up. I mean, if Brad Hagen will have a situation and will go and confess the word, you and I, we've got a long way to go. But we should not be discouraged. Amen? Because faith works. Listen, faith works. If it didn't work, then God will be a liar because he says that without faith, it is impossible for us to please him. And he says, we that are justified, we are going to live our life by faith. So if faith doesn't work, then he's asking us to do something that don't work. And God is not a liar. Whatever he asks us to do, it works. So our faith will work if we will give it a chance. Praise the Lord. So you build your faith up. And then you say it. That is not confession. That's not confessing the word. Mark 11, he says, Whoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and shall not doubt in his heart, 
He didn't say, whoever shall pray to this mountain. Amen. You see, we pray to God, but we speak to our mountains. We pray to God, and that is where we build our faith up. We go in our closet, and we have a discussion with God concerning that situation. And then we address the situation, not address God. See, when you, when, when, when you go to the gym, and you, 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 you do workout, and you build your muscles, when you, come on now. When you stand up there, you begin to upper court and lower court. Come on now. Praise the Lord. Are you getting what I'm trying to get? You know, you go, you go to the Lord and you, you, you talk to God about his promises. Whatever your situation is, Whatever you're, you discuss it with God, you build your faith up, you have an argument with God concerning what he has promised you in his word in that situation. No devil is going to take my life. No demon are going to operate my life. What you have for me is for me to keep. They will try, but they will fall by their own counsel. And you discuss this with God and you come out, in your, out of your closet and you see that demon is say, I command you in the name of Jesus. I command you in the name of Jesus. Address him. And you see, because you have spent time in your closet, you, you're so electrified, you're so hot, you're so fired up, you're so strong. So you, you just, come on now. Come on now. Come on now. So that is when you speak. There is a difference between confessing and Mr. Speaking. Or speak. When you will speak, you speak to the mountain with authority and power. Listen, you can talk to God anyhow. We say God is not deaf death that he can hear you. Amen? We don't have to scream. We don't have to shout. But there are times that we also pray out loud. Amen? There is nothing wrong with any of those. I'm just making a point here. Listen. Please hear me. When you are addressing a situation you got to exercise authority. Because you are dealing with an enemy, everything that you are addressing in the negative, there is a spirit behind it. You better believe it. The demons are not here on holidays. They have an assignment to derail you, of course. They, their assignment is to make sure you don't make it. So they're going to do everything they can to frustrate you. To take you, to keep you in misery. Take your joy, take your happiness away from you. Cause you eventually, you, you're looking for some, some pastor to pray for you who is also, you know, in the cult. So you need to address your situation square on, face on. Just like Peter. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have given unto you. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. Amen. So you hear from God. You hear. 
um, you, you meditate on the, on the word, you confess the word, you build in your faith, and then you are fully persuaded, you speak what you believe. Amen? You speak what you believe. And let me show you this. That's um, Romans 4, 21, um, fully persuaded. Hebrews 11, 9 through 10. Please. Hebrews 11, 9 through 10. By faith he dwelt in the land of promise, as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Amen. Amen. Abraham is believing God. He's fully persuaded. The promise of the land had not yet been given, but he was living there in tents, even though the land was for him. Amen? Patience. When you speak to your mountains, you need to be patient. When you address that, you see, this is, this is all faith. That's how it works. When you address that situation, you walk away from the situation. If you read the accounts of um, Mark 11, when, it, when, um, when, when Jesus cursed the fig tree, he cursed the fig tree, then they went about their business. On their way back, that uh, noisy guy, what's his name? Peter. He says, Master, the fig tree that you cursed, it's died from its roots. And that's when Jesus says, you know, if you have faith like a master seed, you shall say to this mountain. That's what Jesus did. He spoke to the fig tree. No man eat fruit of thee anymore. And because he had said it, he walked away and he came past it, didn't even look at the tree. Why? Wouldn't he check and see if it's happening? No, he believed his God. He believed his God. When we were at Mama... You know, there were times that something is happening in my body. And I will pray. And I, I it's, it's so, so funny. I say it this way. When we were at Mama, I had never heard the faith message preached. But I was living by faith. It's so amazing. And I will, I will pray about the thing. And I will... <laughs> You know, I'll be sitting down and something coming, telling me, oh, have a look, see if it's changed. No, I won't have a look because I've prayed and I know it's done. I refuse to look at it. Amen. So you see, when you speak to your mountain, you walk away from it. It is no, when you go and check, that is doubt. That is doubt. And any time that thought will come to you, what do you do? You speak. You go back to base. You speak the word that God has promised you. You speak that which you have said. That's not praying, oh. Are you with me? When you speak, that is the point where you are fully persuaded. You address the issue. And from then on, you begin to what? Act as if it's so. Act. You begin to act as if 
it's so. Well, you said, I thought you said it is so. Yeah, it is so in the realm of the spirit, but you have not seen it in the physical realm. You know, praise the Lord. Faith is in the realm of the spirit. Praise the Lord. Faith is in the realm of the spirit. There is... Okay, let me just say it this way. The faith that I'm talking about is in the realm of the spirit. There is faith that is in the natural. Like this chair, will be, I'll be able to sit on this chair and I'll be safe. That's physical. That's natural faith. But faith... It's in the spirit realm. The faith we're talking about is in the spirit realm. And when you think about it, what? Our father is what? God is a... And they that worship him must worship him in... And in truth. So, we need to understand. And, and you see, take it further. And we are what? We are spirit beings. That have a soul and live in this physical body. When we're talking about faith, we're talking about things that happens in the realm of the spirit. We address issues. I said there are forces behind issues. And it is in the realm of the spirit that we address the forces. Take your hand off my life in the name of Jesus. Take your hand off my situation in the name of Jesus. When you address that situation... You better believe that it is done. But if you believe it is done, then you should act as if it is done. Amen? You act as if it is done. Let me give you a... You know... Um, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Elisha. I, I, I want to use this. Um, okay, hold on. Before we go there, James 2, 14 through 22. Let's, let's look at that first. James 2, 14 through 22. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, depart in peace, be warned and filled, but you do not give them the things which they are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O oh foolish man, that faith without works is dead. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you not see that faith was working together with his works and by works faith was made perfect? A Amen. Amen. By his works faith was made perfect. Um, 
I'll get back to that. I want to read this scripture as well. Il Hebrews eleven seventeen. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son. This is, this is what we're saying. Faith that has not, that do not have a corresponding action is dead. It's dead faith. You can't say, I believe and not walk or live as if you believed what God has said. Cole, I miss you. Glad you're here. Praise the Lord. I was using him last week, isn't it? Praise the Lord. So, your, your, your action should show your faith. And like I said last time, Jesus says to the disciples, where is your faith? In other words, Jesus looked at them and there was no corresponding action to the, what they say they believe. And the, in James, when he talks about works, what he's actually saying is, do something that, so that we can recognize that you believe. Amen. Brian Higgins says that when he, he got healed, and I was thinking about that this morning, he was actually about 15 and a half when he got sick because he, he got healed by the age of 17 and started preaching. But he's been sick. He was sick overall for about 18 months. But then, reading this scripture, Mark 11, 23, 24, I'm healed, I'm healed, I'm healed. Then the Holy Spirit was like, well, if you're healed, why are you lying down? Why are you still in bed if you healed? So he crawled his, my God, he crawled himself out of the bed. You know, he, he's not healed physically. Spiritually, he's healed. He's confessing that he's healed, but he, he can't stand. And he managed and nearly fell or fell and got up. And, and before you know it, there is manifestation of the healing. And, and, and dressed up and went downstairs. Somebody that's been in bed for 18 months got up, dressed up, and, and went downstairs the hill. I mean, the steps. And... My, my, my surprise thing, I thought, I thought bacon was the devil's meat, but he went down and had bacon and egg breakfast. From then on, I said, oh, I can eat bacon when I heard him say that. Praise the Lord. But listen, my, my point is, if you're healed, then act as if you're healed. Amen. You see, if God has promised you something coming, uh, you know, I, I was praying the, the other day, I prayed for some people, and, and, and the Holy Spirit ministered to me, uh, but they don't pay tithes. And you see, it, it, listen, you can't, you can't take the promises of God lightly. If you want if you want to walk with God, you better be, be, be determined to walk with him properly. Because you see, in due course, the Bible says, in due course, you shall reap if you do not give up. If you do not faint, if you don't give up. In due course, listen, the school of patience is for every believer. You will not be exempted in that rule. If you're going to walk with God, you better learn to be patient. 
You do, you see, you do what he's asking you to do by faith, obeying his word, and I can guarantee you he will do what he has said he will do in your life. It is just the school of patience. Do it tarry. Wait for it. Do it delays. Be patient and wait for it. It will surely come to pass. Amen. The, I, I wanted us to read um, Second Kings. And then we bring this to a close. Second Kings. Start from um, 18. Second Kings 4, 18. And the child grew. Now it happened that one day he went out to his father, to the reapers. And he said to his father, my head, my head. So he said to the servant, carry him to his mother. When he had taken him and brought him to his mother, he sat on her knees till noon and then died. She went up and laid him on the bed of the man of God, shut the door upon him and went out. Then she called to her husband and said, please send me one of the young men and one of the donkeys that I may run to the man of God and, and come back. So he said, why are you going to him today? It is neither the new moon nor the Sabbath. And she said, it is well. Then she saddled the donkey and said to her servant, drive, go forward. Do not slacken the pace for me unless I tell you. So he, so she, and so she departed and went to the man of God at Mount Carmel. So it was when the man of God saw her afar off that he said to his servant, Gehaz, Gehazi, Gehazi. Mm-hmm. Look at the Shimonite woman. Please run now to meet her and say to her, Is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? And she answered, It is well. Now when he came when she <coughs> came to the man of God at the hill, she caught him by the feet. But Gehazi came near to push her away. But the man of God said, Let her alone, for her soul is in deep distress, and the Lord has hidden it from me. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. A lot of you know the story. The point, the reason why I I wanted this scripture read is when Elisha sent Gehazi to ask the Shunammite woman, is it well with you? Is it well with your husband? Is it well with the child? What was the response? It is well. Well, he, she could have said, yes, it is well with me. It's well with my husband. But it's not so well with my child or with the child. You see, faith does not look at the natural. Faith is spiritual. Faith looks in the realm of the spirit. Faith believes God. You see, this child, it was Elisha that you know, prayed for this woman and this woman had a child. And so, if God has given me a child, this, the Bible says a child. He, this, this, this is a child. We know that we will live and die, but this is a child. And God, the, the, the Shunammite woman is more or less saying that God will not give me a child and the child will die. No, it will not happen to me. So when she was asked, is it well with your child? He says, it is well. It is well. Church, you need to get to that place that the circumstances of life is not going to take away that your it is well from you. 
No matter the circumstance that you are fa facing, some of us, we lose our peace over every little thing. Somebody sent me something. It says that matured Christians do not, are not offended. They don't take offense. If you're a mature Christian, you're not easily offended. We need to stop allowing every little thing that comes to life. And listen, for as long as you are living in this vessel, this physical, this physical, for as long as you are living in this physical vessel and you are living with human beings, you are going to have situations in your life. It's up to you. But I pray and I encourage you, don't allow anything to take away your peace that you have with God. Jesus says, my peace, I live with you. Not as the world give, give I unto you. Don't allow anything. We, we, lose, we lose heart too quick. The trying of your faith, it produces what? Patience. If you are working with God, then you need to, you are working with God by faith. And if you are working with God by faith, you are going to learn to be in the school of obedience. And you will never graduate from the school of obedience. It is a lifetime school. Of patience I'm talking about. And continue to be patient. And continue to be patient. The Shanamai woman says, it is well. It is well. My son is dead. But it is well. My son, that you said God was giving, uh, giving, going to give me a son, and God gave me that son. It is well. Abraham, you see, it, it, the Bible tells us that Abraham offered up his son, Isaac, to whom the promise was made. But it says that Abraham believed God, that God will be able to raise him back to life. We need to learn how to walk with God. See, let, let us stop living and let Christ live in us. If we stop living, our five physical senses will not domin do, uh, have dominion over us. And therefore, Jesus will live on the inside of us. I'm just, I can't, I can't understand how can Abraham be willing to sacrifice Isaac to whom the promise is made. You would think Abraham will have sense to run away from God. But he was sensible enough that he said, where will I run to that he will not find me? You can't run away from God. Church, I want to encourage you. It is a lot, 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 lot easier to walk with God, to live by faith, 
to trust him every circumstance and every situation. It may be difficult, but if you will hold on to him, it may be difficult, but if you will hold on to him, if you will hold on to him, do not give up The end result will always be good. So, you hear from God, you have a foundation, the word of God. You believe it, you confess it, you meditate on it, you keep saying it to yourself. You're fully persuaded, you speak it out. And when you speak it out, you do not waver, you walk away, you know it is done, then you act as if it is done. That's how faith works. That is faith that works. Let's bow down our heads. Lord, I thank you. Your word is true. Help us through the Holy Spirit to really grasp and understand that we how to walk with you by faith. Help us as we try to dissect faith. Give your children a revelation. It is only by revelation that we can actually walk with you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Join us for our weekly Sunday service at 10.30am at 336 Brixton Road. We hope you were blessed.